Hey, you reached the latest episode of The Ugly Truth. Today, we're talking a little bit about music, including Prince. We're also talking about how I am absolutely sick of COVID-19 marketing and some ugly and awkward moments of the week. All of this plus a lot more. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. I'm just going to be bringing life into the world. You go on and have a salad. Paula. It's been 10,000 years since I've had sex. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. This is episode 459. We didn't do our Uggs last week. What? I know. Daryl was editing and he goes, you guys didn't do your Uggs. I'm like, oh no. Oh well. I don't, I don't think know. that's true. I remember. It is true. <laughs> it's Whatever. true. We'll have to listen to it. I, well, maybe. Anyway, welcome to the Ugly Truth. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to get through this thing called a podcast. Dearly beloved. What did you just say? Mom, it's Prince. <laughs> What's that from? Sebastian Maniscalco. Oh, Remember, yeah. Remember, he's right, just like, when I discovered yes. Prince, I was walking around the house going, dearly beloved. Dearly beloved. And my mother was just like, what? <laughs> yes. Well, I don't know too many parents back in the 80s who approved of Prince. Literally, I don't know any. I Everyone in high school, when I when I was in high school, it was like when I was 13 or 14 years old, Purple Rain came out. And I had one friend who had the record. And she was the only house that I knew of where the parents did not care that she had it. <laughs> and so I went over to her house and we played it for hours because yeah. we could not bring that shit into the house ever. Here you had a four foot 11, 80 pound man with <laughs> high heel, with his size two boots. <laughs> yes. His Custom high heeled made. boots. And he was purple. And he was by <laughs> far the largest sex symbol on the planet. He really was very sexual. I discovered Prince when I was like in junior high. Obviously, it was way out there before Purple Rain. Purple Rain made him just a huge star for everybody. Right. But early on, he had a couple of other albums that came out, very sexual. Mm-hmm. Do me, baby. You know, all that <laughs> stuff came out. Or Erotic City, of course. If Back in the day, <laughs> when Erotic City came out, they would only play it after 10 o'clock every night. <laughs> So at 10.02, you could guarantee that you're going to hear Prince Erotic City. I don't know how many other people tuned in, but I did. I turned on my little clock radio and laid in bed for, you know, on a school night. And I turned it on like, if we cannot make believe, maybe we can make some time. (laughs) Anyway, so for it's been four years, four years or six years, four years since he died. God, yeah, I'm so bad with Nate. I'm so bad with numbers. Yeah, he's gonna be one of those celebrities. So it's like, even though he's dead, just he, mm-hmm. he won't ever be dead. Like, it'll, no, he's immortal. Well, it'll just never. It'll never feel like he's dead. Prince Rogers Nelson. Yeah, and it was so funny because you know, with social media, you get all the memories of things that you were dumb enough to post five, six years ago, and then you go back and go, "Why did I post that? Why did I think that was so funny?" That happens to me all the time. I do that all the time. Oh yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, still not funny. What was I thinking? I don't know. Happens. Well, you know what? Mine is bad just because it doesn't show like if it was a picture or something. Mm-hmm. It's just got this one line, and I'm like, well, what was so goddamn funny? You know, because like, I wish it would just show whatever it was. Right. So the memories today, of course, were flooded with 
the day that Prince died. And it was so sad. I was like, God, this was so sad. And all of the photos and, you know, Daryl, producer dub, Daryl and I had the um, privilege of seeing Prince a month before he died. And it was Prince in a microphone. And it was amazing. It was a very last minute booking. I remember all of it because was it Apollonia died? Or was it Vanity? Vanity. Vanity had died. She had cleaned herself up, but she had been a drug addict, which was one of the reasons why they parted ways. And she passed away from illness, and he went to her funeral, mm. and it was in Oakland. And so he did one or two shows that that weekend, and somehow we got tickets. And I couldn't believe it. I was like, this is exciting. And because the theater is really small. So when we went, and when he came out, it was like unlike anything I'd ever felt before. It's like this. I don't, I'm sure like uh, I don't know how you felt when you saw Brett Michaels. Oh, my God. I was screaming like a teenage girl. Actually, by the time he finally started <laughs> singing Every Rose Has Its Thorn, I had no voice. I couldn't even. I was like. <laughs> exactly. But it's like doesn't like this force just overtake you because you're so blown away. I thought I was going to cry. I don't know why. I was just like. Yeah, because it's so you're so emotionally invested in this artist and his music. And I felt like those girls on the Beatles uh, videos where they're just like, John! <laughs> <laughs> I told you the story. Producer Dub's mom grew up in the time of Elvis and the Beatles. And somehow she was able to snag a ticket and go see Elvis when he was at his prime. Nice. Not fat Elvis. Sexy black. Not not Elvis. fried peanut butter and banana sandwiches, Elvis. <laughs> no, not not amphetamines, Elvis. Like the God, solid. Even with the amphetamines, God, he must have been taking in a lot of calories. Well, based on his diet, I would say you were probably correct. I'd hardly call it a diet, but <laughs> well, whatever you want to call it. A ho- I mean, he was like an internal hoarder. He just ate whatever he wanted. It was crazy. Human garbage disposal. Exactly, like a goat. Anyway, so she went to the Elvis <laughs> concert. And she said, I was not going to be one of those girls, one of those ridiculous girls who freaks out and has a panic attack in front of Elvis, you know, because she was kind of close, not super far away. She's like, so there I am. and I'm standing there and I'm waiting for him to come out. And he comes out and all of a sudden there's this screaming in my ear. I'm like, what is that? She's like, I had a complete blackout. It was me screaming. <laughs> She's like, I woke up and went, oh, my God, that's me. <laughs> She's like, it was so overwhelming to see him singing and live in person right in front of you. And I have seen Prince close up. We had some seats once long ago that were pretty close, but these were different. And the intimacy level was so profound. It was crazy and it was really good. And, you know, now, of course, knowing, you know, a month later he had passed away, it was like, what the hell? That was insane. And it's like, when he came out, I was like, look how thin he is. Is he ill? Yeah. Like, immediately I noticed how tiny he was. You know he was I think we talked about that on the podcast. And you just said, you know what? He was just so thin, though. He was frail. He was the tiniest human being I've ever seen. But, I mean, the, the voice was still there. But he was walking with a cane and stuff. I was like, damn. So, anyway. And he so wasn't today, even that old. Wasn't he in his 50s or something? He died at 52 or 55. I don't know. Around the 50s. What is that, like six months for you guys from now? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you very much. I know. But anyway, so today is the day Daryl has converted all of his social media to purple. Oh. And, you know, I now after that show, we 
uh, you know, because Daryl works for a radio company, he's friends with a lot of the on-air staff and somebody that we absolutely adore, Chino Iglesias. He's in San Diego right now and he's doing great there. But back then he was on Kiss FM in San Francisco. And so he's like, hey, you saw the show last night? He said, yeah. He goes, call into the radio station and give us a review because it was like so last minute and Prince hadn't come to Northern California in a really long time. And so Daryl called in and left the interview and it was an, it's a great interview. And so I reposted it. It's on my Twitter and it's also on Facebook. I didn't post it on the ugly truth, but it's a really great interview. And so, uh, it was nice to listen to the energy we had about seeing him again. It was so cool. And I remember producer dub is I mean, I know there's a lot of number one fans. He's one of the number one fans. Oh, my gosh. I think that's one of the first things I knew about him. <laughs> Probably was. I'm always curious. I never remember how what everybody's impression was when I first introduced him to the family. Well, I mean, here's the thing, though. We never got to make our own impression of him because you talk so much shit about him. Like, not in a bad way, but, like, yeah. you talked him down so much that by the time <laughs> we met him, we thought we were meeting, like, a, a diseased <laughs> cricket that, you know, that that had no. a bad goatee and skinny ties and, <sighs> you did. know, looked like he had AIDS. And so... I, I talked a lot of smack about him. I mean, you're just, like, literally, like, expect nothing but, like, a skid <laughs> on the street that's skinny... <laughs> And and dresses bad and his voice cracks and I, know, I was and so, so mean. I think I was the first one to meet him I'm sure and he was so nice and I'm just no. like I'm like why why are you so like ashamed of this person like you literally were just like like you like you put him in a brown paper bag and rubs dog shit on him and it's just like well here he is lit him on I, fire here you go yeah you're just like well I I, I apologize here he is you know <laughs> and I'm just That's like so what? <laughs> What is the problem? You're just like, here, I'll put an entertainment coupon in there, too. So (laughs) here's a two for one for Chinese food. It's just like exactly like you just told us every horrible thing about him. And you're just like, you know, we met under these circumstances. I know. And, you know, know. it's just like our first date was this. And (laughs) it's just like you wanted us to hate him or something. And I don't know what I was doing. You know, I should have known. Well, (laughs) Isn't that funny? This is exactly how I deal with true love. I just poke it with a stick and kick it around before I finally decide. It's Literally, okay. it was like you were flinging a, like a dead animal at us. And it's just like, well, <laughs> have at it. Here, catch. Yeah. Here, have at it. Tell me what you think. Yeah, I know. To say like, I don't know what your first impression was. It's just like, well, I mean, based on, you know, the one hour long monologue of, you know, what death and love and taxes are i mean <laughs> we weren't expecting a actually i wouldn't even say a lot we were expecting i don't know like a, a homeless bum that had aids and weighed you know 16 pounds i think this is why i was like that i was trying to diffuse the inevitable judgment that was going to come because to to bring anyone in front of the the tribunal of witches in this family is like cert- uncertain death. I mean, and first of all, let's not forget, these women in my family worshipped the last ex-boyfriend I had and didn't speak to me when I turned down his proposal. So to bring in somebody else later, I'm like, he's nothing. He's the opposite of that guy. So there's no way they're going to love him. There's no way. The problem with... 
the 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 one before that is is you never told us the dark side of him though. I know. So I know. we didn't know. And then so so all we saw was what we saw and we just saw like this, you know, and the other side was pretty fantastic, you know. It was. I mean, yes. know, he fit he fit right in. We always yep. had a great time, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. I wasn't really judgmental. I was still kind of young. And so you were very I, young. I wasn't terribly judgmental. I think I was in high school. You were. And so I was just like, yeah, cool. I'll meet him. Like, whatever. I thought he was really cool. I, I thought you he know, was nice. And in fact, I, I even looked at you. I, I was like, Jamie, I'm like, he's nice. I was I'm like, like <laughs> I was trying to like reassure you. Like, he's nice. Okay. Like, why, why do you think he's so bad? You know, I, I was trying yeah. to tell you like, it's okay. It's okay you like him. <laughs> You and I have been like that since you were like 12. We have always <laughs> been so good together. I don't know what it is, but it's like we had like this really cool relationship as siblings. I mean, Stephanie and I are like two holy terrors. If we yes. had if we had no responsibilities, the two of us, I don't even know, we'd be following some band somewhere. Probably. Married to rock stars. But you and I have this really kick-ass friendship. Yes which I absolutely adore. I don't have it with anybody else. It's really cool. And so I probably wasn't too worried about you so much because you're pretty welcoming right away. But it's the afterwards. It's like if if mom and Stephanie and Allison and you and I walk out with Jerry, be like, well, what do we think? I mean, I, I think I was so afraid of that discussion, which I knew was going to happen. That I was just trying to diffuse it, you know? Mom will find anything and everything to be be wrong with something that we yes. like. And, yes. Or she'll just find a reason to be cruel for just the sake of being cruel. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, you know, like calling me a bitch when I was in labor. I mean, it's just like, <laughs> who does that? I know. You know, and, and, and storms out of the room. And it's just like, well, I'm going to go get lunch. And I'm just like... Okay, go, go go ahead. I'm just going to be bringing yeah. life into the world. You go on and have a salad. It was weird, but... It was weird. Anyway, you know, sorry that Prince is still dead. Luckily, we have his music and his movies and all that stuff. And Daryl, of course, he gets a little... He always gets a little, you know, not misty-eyed, but just fond remembrance. So he's he's doing his purple thing today. Yes. Yes, I agree. What was What <laughs> was your favorite Prince song? Oh, well, see, that's the problem. There's so, There's so many. many. Yeah. But I do like Call My Name, mm -hmm. which I don't know if you've heard it or not, but it's amazing. Okay. And then, of course, I do love Do Me Baby just because it reminds me of when I was 12. <laughs> that's really the <laughs> only reason. It's just it was the first song where I went, I love this song. Oh, and so yesterday there was these two, Teddy Riley and Babyface were doing a song off on um, Instagram Live. I did not, I didn't see it and I'm pissed because I saw the Twitter later of everybody having their judgment of what songs they were picking. So basically we're picking songs and, and basically, um, you know, competing against song versus song that they had produced. Mm -hmm. So Babyface, I mean, you know, he's John B, man. I mean, he's all well, the Baby songs Face we like. Is just, God, he's just a fantastic singer and producer and writer. Producer. And, I mean, he's just amazing everything. So all of these songs were trending on Twitter and I couldn't figure out why. And then I realized that there was some kind of song off going on somewhere and I couldn't find it at the time. But Karen White came up and Stephanie and I love Karen White and you probably do too, but it what is... song? 
I'm not your super. Oh my god! I get up and bake your eggs. (laughs) Something I forget. I'm not. Get your eggs over, girl. Yes. Lay down and think that everything's everything's okay. Boy, I am only human. I'm only human. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So and everybody, so she's she's trending, and everybody's like, Karen White needs more respect. We love her. more r&b female singers like that oh, now there's hardly like, any that whole like uh who was the other one it was uh shirley murdoch's roberta <laughs> flack uh flack <laughs> like you know all of that yes. there's a bunch of them oh yeah there's there are and then i think the beginning of the end of the r&b female was tony braxton oh i hate yeah. her she was just okay, but you know, Mariah like was her. all I right. She just started to do in the too many. Ooh, Whitney Houston was fantastic. Oh, uh, well, duh. But Whitney um, Houston was kind of crossover though. She wasn't as R and B as she was pop. But the true R and B singers, like my favorite, and I kind of have guilt about it now, is I loved Aaliyah. I didn't realize that she was being, you know, taken advantage of by R Kelly back then. If I had known. No one knew. Oh, she was fantastic. She I, was and my you know favorite. What? If you listen to her voice, you can't even tell she was young. It's no. like a woman's voice. <laughs> okay, so speaking of celebs, I wanted to ask you if you saw this. You know, I was somewhat defending celebs last week because, you know, look, we're all in quarantine. We're all literally going through the same thing. So psyche-wise, money doesn't change if you're crazy or if you're struggling, right? Mm-hmm. But now I'm on the other side of it a little bit. I'm kind of sick of celebs and getting on their social media, trying to be some kind of source of comfort for those. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know how much I love J-Lo. Like, I practically worship her. Everything okay. she does is amazing. But mm-hmm. <laughs> the other day, she decided to... It was literally karaoke. She gets on her social media. She's got a microphone. She's saddled up in her gorgeous backyard with the her tree is completely wrapped in Christmas lights, right? White Christmas lights. And she's sitting and she goes, in this time where we're all really struggling and trying to stay together as our families are together and we're bonding, I just really felt the need to, <laughs> to put this out there. And she's all, people, people who need people are the world and i'm like oh my god was she making a funny no she was karaokeing barbara streisand i'm like okay karaoke totally get it no one does barbara streisand no one literally i mean nobody barbara streisand can't even do barbara streisand anymore not really and so i was like wow this was a bold choice this was this was big and i thought what what is the point of this that just shows people who like literally eat their own shit. I just that they think they are invincible. Like, well, I mean, you know, listen. If you want to sing because you need the, you have the need to feel a, be a source of comfort to your fans or whatever, sing your own fucking song. Well, what is she gonna sing? You know, I'm Jenny from the Block. You know, what I mean, <laughs> while she's sitting in the backyard of her Los Angeles, you know, mansion or or wherever she is. Don't buy me a floss. I got my own. I mean, I don't know, but I I was just like, wow, Barbara Streisand. Now we all love Barbara, but I wouldn't go online and sing it, especially that song. You know, I know she raised a bunch of money and that's all that really matters because it's going to all these places and that's great. But I I just, it's commandeering my life. And I said, you know, I'm, 
I can't be the only one that's burned out on the fundraising for coronavirus and COVID. There has to be, like, it's taken over the world. Like, Daryl and I were watching a show last night, and on, uh, oh, we were watching the Kenny Rogers bio, the biography. Mm. It was so good, and it was super recent. It was really great, because he Mm -hmm. officially retired from the business in 2017, and they had this huge star-studded concert with him there, and, I mean, Lionel Richie was there, and did you know they're, like, best friends? Yeah, I did read that, that they, there was like the one song they produced together. Was it Lady? Lady. Yeah. Yes. They, he, told, he talked about the story of it and how he moved into Kenny Rogers' mansion in his guest house and he wrote Hello and All Night Long. Well, I think literally um, Lionel Richie had suggested Lady to somebody else, I think. I forgot who it was, though. Well, it was called Baby. And then when he met Kenny Rogers, Kenny was going on and on about his wife being such a classy lady. Yeah. Didn't he read it in the bathroom? Uh, you'll have to watch the biography show. Okay, because I read I read a, his story about that song. Yes, but that they became best friends because of that. My point is, is we're watching this amazing show on Kenny Rogers, and every single commercial literally had slow piano playing music, black and white photos of children and old people, and it's all about COVID. Every single commercial. So he goes, man, there's a lot of slow piano playing in all these COVID commercials. I'm like, really? And so I'm like, oh, yeah, look at that. And then the next one comes on. Na, 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 na. I'm like, wow, <laughs> three in a row, three in a row. I said, man, piano players must be cleaning up because yeah, it's all piano. It's like everything. It's like I'll never have to play elevator music again. I mean, well, I don't know what's going to happen to the arms of the angel lady. She's out of work because nobody gives Seriously. a shit about the dogs anymore. Now it's all about people. The and dogs COVID. are out of business. Yes. It's the over SPCA for you. is having like, you know, like cram sessions. Just like, all right, what are we going to do? What How about the eyeless this? dog? No, that's fucking not working. <laughs> what about the three lane? No, get rid of they tripod. Tripod doesn't work anymore. <laughs> we can't do it. So anyway, I was like, it's all very important. It's not going anywhere. We're all aware of it. We're, we're going to have to just deal with COVID for a couple of years. But I'm suffering from media burnout. I don't want to see one more commercial. I don't want one more fundraiser shoved down my throat. I'm just done. Everybody, I'm just done with it. And marketing needs to, to realize that TV is an escape. It's not, I mean, I, I just don't know where the line is. I just feel like it's bled over into, you know, shoving it into our brains 24 hours a day. And there's got to be more. There's got to be more to life. See, we DVR everything. We haven't watched the news in over a month and well, my the, my point is, is well, actually, the only reason that we had to endure the commercials was we were watching this show live and I didn't want to record it because every time it came back, it was so interesting. Kenny Rogers is a very interesting person, really cool dude. And so it was a great show and it was two mm-hmm. hours. And so normally we wouldn't. But it's like, God damn, I didn't realize because we DVR everything, too. I'm like, right. I didn't realize how much we were missing all these horrible commercials. It's like, my God, the COVID is, uh, well, oh, we get I it. hardly say we're missing it, so. Well, I was being sarcastic. But anyway, <laughs> so speaking of COVID and quarantine, last week I gave you the option of quarantine houses. I have them here in my hot little hand. I posted your options on our social media. Mm-hmm. And everybody who hadn't listened to the show yet was making making their their choices and they were getting them wrong which made me laugh okay so here's the problem with you that i struggled with is 
you're not very forthcoming with who you find <laughs> ridiculously hot. Oh, yeah. So now you're going to do this to me. Now you're going to give me options for quarantine homes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Right. So I'm going to give you three houses to choose from. I, I guess, you know, when I did this, I'm like, gosh, maybe I just don't know her that well, you know, because I know who you think is funny. Mm-hmm. I, I know who you don't like but i don't know who you actually really hate necessarily well we also hate a lot of the same people well we do okay by the way that was the other problem is is like a lot of the people you picked last week were probably some of the ones i would have picked so pick them again no i didn't do that i wanted to come up with new people and then the other people that you might find interesting Mm -hmm. that was the other thing too is i'm like i don't want to just pick like I, I, I wanted to be a little creative, I guess. Oh, okay. Okay, so. Go. House number okay. one. All right. Queen Elizabeth. Tom Papa. Oh. Jason Momoa. Oh, that's And Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. House number two. Mm-hmm. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> Eddie Murphy. John Hamm. Oh. Or Sean Hannity. Oh, and my Sean God. <laughs> Sean Hannity? Yes. Uh, house number I just three. Want to slap his pudgy face so bad. House number three, Meryl Streep. Joe Rogan. Ooh. Bradley Cooper. Sarah Palin. Oh, my God. Those are difficult. Okay. I know, right? Okay, okay, okay. okay. Uh, damn. I can't do Gwyneth. I'm sorry. It's, she's out. She's it's out. Out. Okay. Out. Done. I can't deal with her at all. Um. God, Sarah Palin is such a fucking nightmare. Oh God. What? That I mean, Sean Hannity would be a hard no for me. <laughs> Sean Hannity. I but just, that's just me. He's just got such a punchable face. It's so. God, but have you ever listened to him? T- his mouth. I mean. Yes. The things that come out of it, it's just like watching dead flies come out. Just, I'm just like, God. He's so unpleasant. Oh, God. Could you imagine him and Ruth Bader Ginsburg in the same house? Ruth Bader, <laughs> Ruth Bader Ginsburg wouldn't even give him the time of day. She'd I be just like, think oh. she'd be so interesting to talk to. Oh, though. God. She'd be fascinating. I finally saw the movie based on her life. It was oh, so good. Oh, I haven't good. seen it yet. It was so and, good. I, and that I'm would be really, the house with John Hamm in it as well. I know. God, I and Eddie Murphy. Man, that'd be fun. Um, okay, okay, okay. Um, I'm gonna have to go with house two. Really? Yeah, I can't do Sarah. I can't do crazy bitches. It's too much. Like, if you, if I had had to choose the houses that I gave you, I would struggle. Yeah. I would struggle because, because I hate every single one of those. I don't hate Joanna Gaines, but I'm not a big fan, as big of a fan as other people are. But, uh, yeah, I can't do crazy. I can't do Sarah Palin is a fucking nut job. And, and yeah. I don't mean that in the mental ill sort of way. I mean, she's a cunt of a person and I just yeah. couldn't, I couldn't do it, but I can deal with, uh, Sean Hannity cause oh, you know, men not. are, men are easy to manage, no. but I mean, most men are easy to manage. I just I have to find a way it. to like lock them somewhere for <laughs> the time. I but the rest, like, the other three would be awesome. Ruth Bader yes. Ginsburg, Eddie Murphy, and John Hamm. I know yes. how you feel about John Hamm. So. Oh my God, Paula, I would devour that man. So yes, <laughs> house two it is. I would take house two in a okay, second. Okay, okay. Would you rather? Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, I have three. Okay. Would you rather be quarantined for six weeks or not get your hair done for six months? Oh my God. <laughs> Quarantined. Six weeks, huh? 
Yes. Because I'm okay. already doing it. And I can't no, imagine if some if, if my hairstylist said, okay, so in six months, I'm like, no! <laughs> like, Stop it. I'm brown again. Okay. Would you rather give up sex for one month or be quarantined for two months? <gasps> oh. Hmm. That's a lot of sex to give up. <laughs> um, I would give up the sex for a month. Really? Well, yeah. you got to figure one month is going to be your period. So it's technically like three weeks. Yeah. And that's that's the benefit of being female is you, you can take one week off the table just like that. And then with PMS, you're so untouchable and unlovable at that time. For anyway. the most part. That's so we're true. really talking about two solid weeks of like really good solid sex. weeks. OK. Yeah. So I would definitely take the month off. And plus, okay. you know what? Sometimes your body just needs to rest. I, I can't I can't I know. relate with you right now. I know. It's been ten thousand years since I've had sex, so <laughs> it's been eighty seven years. I should have like scratch marks on my wall with like like they do in prison. <laughs> yes. That goes by fives, like use how your, many days it's been. You use your little toothbrush shank. Something. Start putting little niches in the wall little for every tiny day. razor blade. There you okay. go. Okay. Final question. Mm. <clears throat> Would you rather be a podiatry assistant for one week Paula. or be quarantined for three months. Quarantine. Three months? Oh, hell yeah. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. You know, every time I think about it, I think about the time when you were telling me about that show, My Feet Are Killing Me, and how when they would take the socks off and little flecks of skin would come off. You'd have to, like, get the little... uh what were those little tiny vacuums called? The dust buster. And be like, that would be my job. <laughs> no. Or like collect the shavings in like a little like. A... <coughs> Stop talking. That's disgusting. <laughs> but you know, there's a person that has to do that. The school I'm going to go to. I think I'm the one that's going to have to collect the specimen in like that little silver urinal dish <laughs> thing. Thank you. Very so someone's going to like pop a giant like freaking cyst or something in there. Or what if they have like that? Those intestinal <laughs> worms and they plop them Ooh, in there. And I'm like, these well, things are coming out. I'd be like, this is really interesting. <laughs> no, but you're going to have those extra large gloves. And you'd be like, thank you. And take Gosh. it and box it up and send it to wherever it needs to go. I'd be like, anybody yeah. want some spaghetti? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be, you're going to be so much fun in the surgery I know room. I will be. Oh, yeah. I'm like, doctor. I'm like, oh, we. I'll be like, doctor, do you concur? I concur. <laughs> Nurse, do you concur? I concur. We all concur. <laughs> yeah, and the doctor like, would oh. be like, Paula, just hand me the template, please. I concur. <laughs> It's like, oh, we have Fozzie Bear in the room. Walker, walker. <laughs> and I'll be like, walker, walker, walker. <laughs> They'll be like, the, the, the patient, I'm nervous. Oh, you have nothing to worry about. It's my first day. Here, I'll have some gas. You have some gas. We'll be great. We'll, we'll be fine. Everyone will be great. It's all good. Don't worry. We all have a, we all have a sniff of gas before we get going. So you said it was the right leg today. I'm getting my appendix taken out. Oh, right. You're right. No, I'm just good kidding. Night. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> okay. Put in the video to learn how to do this. <laughs> Welcome to Surgery 101. Somebody pull up YouTube. (laughs) That's so true. God. It's going to be fun. I can't wait for your stories. It'll be fabulous. Oh, I know. It's going to be funny. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So speaking of would you rather, um, let's go ahead to our Hugly and Awkward Moments of the Week. edition oh boy because
because in my brain, when I knew that you were coming up with would you rathers, I thought for sure you were going to say, would you rather go to a high school reunion or, or quarantine for a certain period of time? Why the hell would that come to my mind? I was thinking of my own. I was just like thinking, going, what what else could I have thought of for would you rather? Because I loved I love the idea of would you rather and um, and high school reunion is something I would rather never do. And so I was like, oh, that would have been a good one. Yeah, <laughs> so you know, I, was... I think as you get older, the less like inclined you are to go to those things. Because I mean, the last one I went to, was it my 20 year or my 25 year? 20 year? Yeah. Yeah. Like if there's a 30, I don't know that I really want to go. I think that people start going again when they know people are starting to die. They probably want to show up and see what everyone but looks like. But I mean, like. now there's like a Facebook, like for our school mm-hmm. memorial page. And yes, okay, I know I'm going to sound like a total bitch. They're like sad news to announce that, you know, Jim Smith from class 1969 passed away. And I'm like, well, no shit. I'm like, 80. I'm like, how fucking old was the guy? You know, yeah. I mean, yes, I'm sure it's sad, but I mean, the guy was 90. So I um that memorial. I'm sure every high school has the memorial group now a lot of I'm sure a lot of high schools do I spent hours on ours about a month or two ago scrolling through to see if I knew anyone in my class and I think we've lost one or two and that's that's it I mean that's pretty good for my class I was and one and when I looked through it one had passed away like two years after we graduated and I was like damn that sucks you know well I knew actually one of ours who passed I knew him mm-hmm. and we were friends on Facebook and I knew when he passed. And actually I was going to go to his funeral, but um, I couldn't because um, I was home with the kids at the time and mm-hmm. I didn't have anybody to watch him. And it was all the way up in Yuba City. So mm-hmm. um, I think it, I remember that. actually. Yeah, it wasn't going to work out. But um, so everybody knew about that one because it was <laughs> it was very untimely. And yes. so. But and I want to say there could have been one more. It, the deaths are interesting to me. I want to know like if anybody went to like prison or something like that. Or I knew I knew one guy who went to prison, but he got out. I don't know anybody who's gone to jail for like murder or anything. Occasionally, but... I'll check like Megan's Law in Orangeville to see if I've like done it. You know, anyone's like a yeah. sex offender. Or I've absolutely done that. God, but um, just curious. I know, what's, what's wrong with us? We hate where we grew up. You, you know what's funny is is um, people are always like I have friends that they're always just like, how do you know that? And I my answer is always just like fucking FBI, man. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> so, they're just like, how do you know these things? Like, how? They're, they're not surprised anymore. But... I just wish that we had. I really wish that we had just gotten our PI licenses and just gone into business as PIs because we would be the best. We would literally be the best. Well, I mean, some of the PIs, though, like especially if you watch like these um, these like serial killer shows or not serial killers or just like killer shows or murder mm-hmm. shows or whatever. The PIs they hire, they literally act like as a second police squad. Yeah, for and sure. they they do like they analysis. They do a lot of the legwork, and they will go back and reenact crime scenes, mm-hmm. and in you know, and retest. Uh, um, oh shit, what's that stuff called? Uh, like blood and lab, and like you know, clothing and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not just you know tracking down people and everything like that. So I mean. It's, it's literally to get a second opinion, basically. Yeah. Like the, it's like a second opinion from a doctor, just from a like a private law enforcement team. Right. So, yeah, I get it. 
Anyway, it's really interesting. That yeah. that documentary I watched was so interesting. Mm. Man, that was really. Did you see it? The staircase? No. You should no, watch it. I probably will. Yeah. Okay. Ugly, ugly and awkward moments. High school reunion edition. I found three that were really funny. Um, at my 25th, we had an in-memoriam table. All the students that had passed away over the last 25 years had a lovely framed photo of their senior picture displayed with a small votive candle lit in front of it. About an hour into the reunion, one of my classmates approached our senior class president to inform him that one of the students is absolutely very much alive and just didn't come to the reunion. <laughs> Why the hell did they think they were dead? I don't know. Maybe this was before social media. Awkward. Well, um, so. What would have been, been hilarious if he had shown up and said, hi, thanks for the candle, but here I am. I would have pinned the photo frame to my jacket. Not dead. <laughs> that or I would have walked around the room. Dead man walking. Watch out. <laughs> yeah, really? That would have been hilarious. That would have been hilarious. So funny. You know, I when I was reading through all these high school reunion things, I had no idea that when you win senior vice pre- or senior president that you are re- required or responsible for coordinating high school reunions. It's you like, are. And I was like, yeah. what oh, the hell? So, the looks seven- on the faces of our senior <laughs> class when they were up there, it was our two like presidents. I, did we have two or? You have a like senior, a- you, have, you, have a, you have a class president and then you have a student government president. Right. They were both up there and they both looked like, because it was literally like, it took like three months to put this thing together, which is mm. actually not a lot of time. No, it's not. And and they were like working like hastily to put this shit together. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, when they were up there, they looked so like uh, uncomfortable and like <laughs> worn out and kind of like, like they were smiling, but they looked irritated. Like... I would be irritated. They were just kind of like, I don't, I I know I probably agreed to sign up for this, but I didn't fucking realize I was going to be almost 30 years old doing this shit. Not to mention, you know, it's just like getting pregnant in high school. It's like, you didn't realize this was a lifelong commitment. Jesus Christ. I just want, I just, I gave out buttons and I wanted to put it on my school resume. I had no idea that for the rest of my fucking life, I was going to have to try to gather these people that I have literally nothing in common with other than that we went to the same high school together for the rest of my life what well, a ridiculous well, thing i think one of them was like getting ready to have a baby the other one was like getting ready to get a divorce and <sighs> like real like real shit life stuff and then they're just like i don't want to fucking plan a reunion from people from like 10 years ago that i don't even talk to i know um okay here's the second one this one made me laugh because i don't know what i would do if this happened uh someone made a speech along the lines of to all of those that felt picked on or bullied in school i have something to say to you and then she started to sing let it go from frozen oh i thought they were gonna go nerds 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 ah alpha beta ah yeah really i love that movie stan you want to do it on the moon <laughs> That's a Betty, great movie. you're like a goat. <laughs> asshole. <laughs> because all jocks think about are sports and all us nerds think about is sex. <sighs> That's a good movie. <laughs> that movie is so filthy. It is filthy. Very R. You know what? That's the thing. Back in the 80s, an R-rated movie was legit R-rated. Oh my Legitimately god. R-rated. So now they're not so much. Me, Ryan, and Olivia, <clears throat> excuse me, went to the store the other night and we came home. Victor was stayed home because he had just got home from work. 
we came home and he's watching Airplane. So we walk into the living oh room. My God. Not even 30 seconds later, Tits McGee is jumping across <laughs> the screen. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And Victor's like, I swear to God. He's like, I just turned it on. He's like, I thought it was at the beginning of the movie. I'm like, so did I. I and have Ryan's a just problem. like, Brian's like, I swear, I didn't see anything. I'm like, shut up. So... <laughs> Airplane's hilarious. You it love airplane. Like we're, you we love were airplane. walking in at the scene where Leslie Nielsen was taking the eggs out of the lady's mouth, yes. and I, of course, I'm sitting there fascinated. I'm just like, how did they do that? And then Victor's just like Paula. He's like, he has the eggs in his hand. I'm like, what do you mean? And he's just like, she's just pushing the same egg in and out of her mouth. And I'm like, what? And yeah. I'm just like, he's like, she just is pretending to spit it out. He's like, he keeps having eggs in his hands. I'm like. No, like all these years, I kept thinking she had like multiple eggs in her mouth or they like kept cutting it and then putting an egg in her mouth and then like hitting play again or something like we were children. We didn't know. I know, we, but still, I we just, believed in the magic, Paula. We believed in the magic of film. And then we I'm like, how did they get the bird and the egg? I, I don't know. It's just we just didn't care. We just wanted to just just exist and believe what we were seeing. That's the, you know, that's I have the to magic. admit, I am partially disappointed now that she did. I didn't. Really, she didn't have all those eggs in her mouth. I really wish he hadn't said it to you. I that know, kind of ruined kind of it. Why would you do that? Because Why would he's you bigger and he ruins my whole life. God, no kidding. Okay, here's the last one. And I had to put this one in because it made me laugh because I don't know what I would do either. It said, this was odd. A guy <laughs> a guy came with full kiss style makeup on. White face. <laughs> white face. Black shapes around his eyes and black lips. We were too awkward and polite to mention it, so everyone just chatted with him as though it was completely normal and sane to turn up like that. Was he part of the band? No. No. I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? I'd be like, wow, Matt, you've changed. <laughs> like, like stick lot. out your tongue. I need to com- confirm that this is legit. <laughs> I'd be like, tug out. if he walked in, he's liar. like, do you like Kiss? I'm like, no, but I bet you do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, Jesus. I'm like, who are you? What is this? Like, wh- I, this is not Halloween. Did you think this was a costume party? I don't know, but is I was this reading- a costume party? I'd probably look around and be like, oh my god, is this a costume party? God, did I not get the memo? There were a lot of high. I went to one high school reunion. I went to our ten year high school reunion. It was super fun. It was mm-hmm. actually, and I think it is because we were all we're still in our twenties. Everybody mm-hmm. was on their first marriage, and had maybe one kid. And it was just a real, everyone was still youthful and hopeful and excited about life. Anything beyond that, like I've talked to friends who are like, oh yeah, I went to our 20, you know, I was in the middle of divorce. I had postpartum depression. I just had twins. I'm like, that sounds like hell. Why would you go? Well, I just, you know, I wanted to be a part of it. I'm like, Jesus Christ. No, thank you. And I'm so glad I did not go. But I mean, and now all the people that I really knew in high school that I wanted to know, I'm friends with on Facebook. I've run into them at different events. You know, it. I don't need a reunion to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's not that I hate the people. I just, the whole idea of being forced to gather just bothers me. And I don't think I'm alone. I really don't. Handing out all those dumb awards and stuff. Uh, Did they have awards? The last time I went, I don't think they gave out any awards. I think the, yeah. the, at the tenure they did. But they gave out, like, you know, who had the most kids, you know, who's been married the longest, right, uh, who right. had the coolest job. I was reading I was reading one story and it said we gave out, they were giving out the awards, and you know, who came out, who came the farthest, who was the quote unquote most successful, et cetera. And then they did who has the oldest child. And they were, re- everybody was yelling out, you know, you know, seven, nine, whatever. And some were 
quietly someone goes, 11. And it was their 10-year high school reunion. <laughs> anyway, all right. Well, on that note, I have nothing more to talk about. I uh, know. I think we've uh, talked plenty. So, I think we uh, pretty much covered the gamut today. Today we did. Uh, next week will be World Peace. And so, <laughs> just sure. kidding. Never. Uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us. I've been doing more than enough shopping on Amazon. I hope you are, too. If you are, please uh, do us a solid bookmark our Amazon link. Uh, go to uglytruth.com, click on the Amazon button, and then bookmark it. If you shop that way, we get some credit for uh, your purchases, and we appreciate that. Also, lip comp yourself some makeup, skincare, bubble bath, whatever else you want to get. We appreciate that as well. If you have any suggestions or ideas of things that you'd like to hear us talk about, uh, please email us or Facebook us, tweet us, whatever. Send a pigeon with a note. We're always happy to hear from our fans. Other than that, have a fabulous rest of your week, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.